Welcome back to What's Next. I am excited to have Jessica Penny, the Hello. Jessica Penny, with us <laughs> here today. Uh, she preached an awesome message yesterday on uh, foolproofing your attitude mm-hmm. and talking about humility versus pride. Yes. Uh, just a, a great message on our attitude and how mm-hmm. we look at our lives. And uh, so let's let's start off with the conversation around humility versus yeah. pride. Um, you haven't actually spoken at Hillside in quite a while now. No, uh, it's been so a this time. was a, a good first introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, you noticed everybody was on Facebook. Yeah, um, on their phones, on their turn my message. Very disrespectful. Didn't appreciate <laughs> it. <No. laughs> yeah, it was funny. No, it was really fun, though. I liked it a lot. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about, uh, you talked about attitude, but mostly from the idea of humility and pride. And there's some Mm -hmm. key observations that you've had in your life. So why don't you just share like some of the, the things that you, you've noticed in your life around the areas of pride and humility. Yeah. So for me, I think the biggest things are like, you know, having to make sure, like I said in my message, that I have to have myself all together all the time, making sure my life is all planned out and I look put together. That's how I can tend to be a little bit prideful. And also just caring what people think of me, when in reality, it's really not that important compared to what God thinks of us. So that's kind of been, in my life, the big places where I've needed to give God stuff and just really humble myself in that sense. Yeah, so uh, pride, uh, you mentioned this in your message, pride really comes down to a question around trust mm-hmm. yeah, or lack thereof. Lack thereof, yeah. Right, and, and I think a lot of us, we think about pride in the sense of, you know, pride in an accomplishment, yeah. pride in something. Money. Yeah, yeah. money, wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a few people say, like, can, like is it it's sinful of me to be proud of my kids, right? And it's like, no, like, you are innately designed to be proud of yeah. your offspring. Mm-hmm. Uh, God is proud of his children. Yeah. Uh, pride, that's not the type of pride we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You really did a good job in, in communicating the issue of pride is around who do you put your trust in. Mm-hmm. Um in yourself or the trust in God. Yeah. And a lot of Proverbs is about that. Mm-hmm. A lot of Proverbs, a lot of the wisdom, literature, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, uh, Psalms, Proverbs, uh, and Job are about this idea of where does your trust lie? Yeah. Job's a good example of that. Job's he a, had yeah. everything taken away from him. Yeah. And he still trusted God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we, you talked about the Proverbs yesterday. You talked about this idea of pride versus humility. Where does your trust lie? Mm-hmm. And uh, you had these three points. So can you can you remind us what those three key points were? Yes. I'm Okay. So the first one is going to be that pride is, sorry, not pride. Humility is a strength, not a weakness. Humility is a strength, not a weakness. Yes. Now, I don't know how about you, but have you seen the uh, Ted Lasso series? No. I don't even know who that is. You don't know who Ted Lasso is? I don't know is? who that is. Oh, my goodness. I feel like <laughs> I'm the young one in the room right Mike's now. Mike's heart just broke. <laughs> I know. So, <coughs> excuse me. Ted Lasso is um, is a, is played by Jason Sudeikis. It's, I don't even uh, know who that is. You don't know who Jason Sudeikis is? <laughs> Hilarious comedian. I'm oh, my goodness. Up. you got to watch this. I know. Uh, so it's on, it's on Apple TV Plus. Okay. Season 2 comes out uh, this week. Okay. Super excited about it. One of my favorite shows. Uh, but anyway, what I was trying to get to <laughs> is that one of the big pulls of this show, Ted Lasso, is mm-hmm. that Ted Lasso is a an American football coach okay. who goes and coaches a British Premier League soccer team. Okay. 
But what has been so appealing about the show is that Ted Lasso is anti-masculinity. He's oh. like, he's humble. He mm-hmm. looks at things that would typically be seen as masculine strengths mm-hmm. as actual weaknesses. The yeah. things that make mention of the whole thing about being proud, being like, you know, macho man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's not about that. He's about mm-hmm. being a man who's honest and humble. That's cool. It, it's really an interesting show. It's mm. broken down a lot of those stereotypes. Excuse me. Sorry, everybody. A uh, little tickle in my throat today. <laughs> uh, but one of the key concepts that I think even our world is starting to grasp is that humility really goes a long way Oh yeah. Uh, over pride. And mm-hmm. that humility, we've been taught humility is a weakness. And I've even seen this still coming up on Facebook. Like men of today have no idea how to be a man. No, men of today have learned how to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. have learned to be open, that it's okay to be broken. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and admit that and then work towards a solution. Yeah. I think, like, too, like, disunity in the church mm. can a lot of times be, like, because of people are being prideful. Yeah. Like, the proudness of always having to be right, always having to have it my way, you know, like, oh, this part of the service needs to be done my way, or, you know, arguments and stuff like that can be rooted in pride. Yeah. And I think if we kind of, you know, were focused more on being humble, it would help with a lot of the things also, like, within the church, but also just in our lives. Yeah, and I think that goes back really well to uh, when Pastor Daniel was talking about speaking. Mm. And he talked about when was the last time you actually listened, like in the courage it takes to listen and how like, have you actually sat down and talked with somebody and by talking, actually listening to someone who has the opposing view to you. Yeah. And the point of listening is not to persuade them to your viewpoint, but just to try to understand theirs. Just to listen. Uh, Mm -hmm. And how that in itself is a demonstration of humility rather than pride, right? Not trying to prove I'm right Mm -hmm. in this situation, but just humbling yourself enough to say, okay, we might not still agree, but can I at least understand what you're trying to say Mm -hmm. Uh, and where, how you're looking at this? And that does take strength to do because sometimes our minds just wander and we're like, okay, yeah, 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 nod your head. Mm -hmm." Sometimes I'm just like, I can't believe you think this. I know. Have have you ever thought that out there, right? Like, I just can't believe you think this. You were so wrong. I'm so right. Yeah, exactly. Let me prove you wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly it. You are wrong and I am right. That's just that. Yeah. And Uh, they're thinking the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And and so that's a great example of this this pride versus humility and distrust, right? Mm -hmm. And where we put our, do we trust the person enough to be vulnerable and have the open conversation and just hear where they're at? That's so good. Yeah. And so yeah what's the third one there second oh second one sorry yeah on, sorry i know we're only on, on no, the second good, one good. we're good we're good we're doing good um uh, so us as humans we're naturally inclined to sin yes and we need the power of the holy spirit to help us humble ourselves because mm. naturally you know i think when i was writing this i was thinking to myself oh my gosh how many times did i go okay i'm gonna work on being humble and doing it out of your own strength you do it for like a week Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is exhausting. Yeah. This is very hard. How am I even going to do this? And it seems almost unachievable. Yeah. But that's when the Holy Spirit can help us. Yeah. I mean, going all the way back to Genesis chapter three and the fall of Adam and Eve, the the whole problem comes down to an issue of trust and pride. Mm-hmm. The, this, this rebellious nature we have mm-hmm. comes from this lack of trust for God. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the serpent even asked them like, you know, why can't you eat of this? And they said, well, we'll die. 
well, surely you won't die is what the serpent says. Like, you're just going to gain the knowledge of God, mm -hmm. right? So there was this rebellious distrust of does God really have my best interests at heart or is he just protecting himself? Mm -hmm. um, and, and that plays into our lives all the time, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? Like, do, do I trust that God is going to lead me in the right direction? And mm -hmm. do I trust him with my life and the direction of my life or am I going to do it my own way? And it's hard when we can't see it. Yeah. You know, we can't see it right away sometimes. So to give it to, over to him and just try not to like, it's like carrying your garbage and then giving gar God your garbage and then just taking some of it back. Yeah. It's like, it's hard to give him that fully and to not take little bits back. Yeah. 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 One of the things that I like about the Proverbs and uh, we didn't get it, we haven't gotten into this yet in any of our messages, but uh, one of the common phrases, I, I briefly mentioned this in the first week is that uh, it talks about he will make your path straight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, or in, uh, Psalms, it talks about, uh, how God's word is a, is a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path. And, uh, again, when we think about those things from our perspective, we're like, okay, if the path is straight and God's word is the light and the lamp, then yeah. like, obviously I can see the full picture like yeah. way down. No uh, way. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> no way. No, like we're talking, it might be straight, but it's a very narrow path yeah. and the light it's illuminating where your steps are at but lanterns then weren't these super bright, bright lights yeah. right so it's just it's it's this understanding of where god's leading you in your next step like step not like jump, one step that's not exactly. run exactly not leap. Yeah, yeah yeah the the straight path is is the next step forward and mm -hmm. uh and i think that's really hard for us to, to, to have that trust and that's like you said that only comes down to the power of the holy spirit leading mm -hmm. us yeah I did have a friend one time, and he told me, he was like, Jess, if it doesn't take faith, then what's the point? Mm -hmm. And we were talking about that aspect of how a lamp back then, like a lantern, was like a tiny little flame. Mm -hmm. And if it was completely dark out and they were holding a lamp, they could only see like probably like a foot in front of them. Yeah, not very far at all. And you need to trust God like yeah. with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, third point? Sure. Let's okay. Third point was God has been a father, a good father for a long time. And he can be trusted. Mm -hmm. goes along with what we were talking about pretty much. Now, there was a song that you mentioned. Yes. Uh, I'm actually not familiar with that song. Who, who's, what's the song again? So it's called CC's Lullaby by Stephanie Gratzinger. CC's Lullaby by Stephanie Gratzinger. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll have to look that up and listen to it. Yeah. But what, there was something about that song that was really a calling to you, appealing to you around this concept of, um, God being a good father. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the whole song, like the way it is written, it's an awesome song. Like definitely listen to it. It is just written from like God talking to us. So as you're listening to it, if you're like hearing it from that perspective, it's so like reassuring. Like part of like part of the lyrics here, it says, so rockabye, come and rest. You've been tired lately. Come lay your head down. Don't you think I know best? I've been a father for a long time. Mm. So it's just such a reassurance that he can be trusted. And it was so random. I was literally just in the coffee shop listening to my music, not really listening to the words, just kind mm. of having something in the background to write. Yep. And I just like, it spoke to me so much. Like I heard it so clearly. And I was like, oh yeah, I need to add that in this. <laughs> like everybody needs to hear this song. Like it's so mm. good. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I like the concept of God's been a good father for a long time. Because we forget that sometimes. We think, you know, I know with myself, it's like, 
he's hasn't been he's just like my father you know what i mean like mm-hmm. he's just been around 19 years but right. no he's been around for a very long time yeah or for um, even those who are brand new to their faith right mm-hmm. like god's only been their father for you know a few days a few months a few years uh but that doesn't mean he's only been a father for that long he's just only been in that role of fatherhood for you mm-hmm. Um, but that brings in that tension. I think we need to bring up that you talked about earlier around the fear of God. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you're not fearing God as a father in the sense of like, he's looking to punish you yeah. and beat you. Mm-hmm. And he's a good father that is deserving of our love and mm-hmm. worship. And that's what fear means. It means this reverence is fear. It means this worship, this, this desire to, to, to please out of love and yeah. gratitude uh, sure. And so when you understand a good father that way, right, you want to spend time with them. You want to give them your reverence. You want to be like your father um, yeah. when you experience a good father. Um, and so that's, I think that's a key part of understanding this. Like God's been a good father for a long time and he's mm-hmm. demonstrated over and over and over again. He is worthy of trust yep. instead of our rebellion. Exactly. Yep. You just think all the way back to Adam and Eve. He's been their father and all the way up until now. And he knows exactly what he's doing because he's done it a long time. Yeah. And will continue to do for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Forever and ever. (laughs) Beauty of eternity. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we really appreciate you having you preach the message. Like, what was the biggest takeaway for you as you were writing it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, I was meeting with a friend like two nights before I was speaking and I think it was, yeah, Friday night. And she was like, Jess, you know, you're going to get so much more out of actually just doing the sermon than even mm. just speaking it. Yeah. And just in my life, just like so much, there's a big season of just change mm-hmm. and just that whole idea of giving God the unknown mm-hmm. and just letting him, tr- like trusting him with it. And it's because I was given this topic, what, like two, about a month ago, maybe. Yeah, about that. Yeah. So I didn't know what season I was going to be in. Mm-hmm. a month ago right and then somehow it just worked out that this where i'm in in my life now the message just like went just with where i'm going through it's cool. been so cool to see that because i had no clue all the stuff that was going to be going on in life then and now i'm writing this message and i'm going oh my gosh it just <laughs> goes together so well right yeah, yeah so I've, that's probably the biggest thing yeah. mm-hmm. so and so the biggest takeaway here is really uh when we say are you struggling with pride it's not so much the concern around are you struggling with how you look at your finances or how you look at... Um, I've got the, the nicest car. The nicest car, I yeah. drive a G-Wagon. No. Whoa. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I already mentioned what kind of cars Brett wants. Uh, a Jeep and a Lamborghini. Yeah, oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course. Of so, <laughs> course. That's, that's his dream. But uh, <laughs> the, the whole purpose, the whole understanding of the destruction of pride comes down to the trust. Mm-hmm. Where do you place your trust? Is your trust in yourself to succeed and achieve, or is your trust in God to follow his path, his way for your life? Mm-hmm. I think that's also why they say like money is the root of all evil, mm-hmm. because it comes down to trusting yourself and just trusting this thing that's literally not God. But in this world, it's such a like, just such a thing that's right in your face. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually from second Timothy and it's, it's the love of money is the root of all evil. So the key about that again is not the money itself, but you're putting the love, your trust Mm -hmm. into the finances rather than love of God, which Mm -hmm. is where 
uh, Paul continues in that passage in, in 2 Timothy. So Can't serve two masters. Can't serve two masters. <laughs> there you go. Bringing in the Jesus quote. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so going like, going to Jesus, like that, you ended up yeah. talking about Jesus yes, yesterday mm-hmm. and our ability to trust in him. And um, what what's a key part of your relationship with Jesus that has demonstrated its greatest ability in helping you trust? Mm-hmm. I think that there's just been a lot of like situations in my life where I realized like the most when I'm very vulnerable and just really put all my pride aside and I just humble myself to the point that I might even just be on the floor in front of the Lord. He has shown up in like ways that I can't even describe. Mm. You know, he's always been there to meet me when I just completely let everything go and just humble myself before him. Mm-hmm. So when I was talking about just Jesus being our humble example, he like really respects that. And he loves that for us just to pour our hearts out to him and just to trust him with that. So I think for me, it's just that idea of being humble and being completely undone before God mm-hmm. and just seeing how much he honors that and respects that. Yeah. One of the things you just mentioned there is being, you know, laid out on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, a posture of submission. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know it can sound really strange if you've never done this, if you've never, <laughs> you know, laid yourself out on the floor or gotten down on your knees in worship, it can sound... Sounds kind of funny. Sounds kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. And it, it, it does. When you first do it, it does feel really funny mm-hmm. and feels very humiliating. But that's yeah. kind of the point is this, this like, I am going to uh, demonstrate my trust mm-hmm. uh, in a very physical way. It, it forces the attitude within our minds to shift. God nowhere requires us to lay down or to uh, bow our heads or to get on our knees and pray. There's recommendations in the scripture around that from people who understand that within their own prayer life Mm -hmm. about how it brings about this humility and submission uh, to putting the trust in God. So if you've never tried that, um, you know, maybe don't do it in front of your family. Uh, if you, you know, just, but you might want to take some time and say, you know what, this seems silly. This seems weird, but to just in a moment of prayer, get down on your knees, uh, lay, uh, out on the ground, mm-hmm. um, and, and demonstrate the submission you're seeking for your heart through the posture of your physical body. Mm-hmm. I think there's some times in life where it just it seems so heavy and mm-hmm. so confusing that you're like, okay, God, like you just get put in that posture. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't do anything. Like, you know what's best. I'm just giving this to you. Yeah, I know there's been times in my life where something has gone so wrong, mm-hmm. uh, so unexpected that it's it's driven me to my seat, right? Like yeah. we, we've all said that, like, are you sitting down, right? Like yeah. I've got something to share with you. Are you sitting down? Because, yeah. I say that all the right? time. I'm always like, should I be sitting? Like what's yeah. going on? And, yeah. and, and we understand that by sitting, we are taking a posture where we are ready to take in something we're not ready for. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a posture that demonstrates the attitude of our heart and mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead of it just being when we're getting bad news or unexpected news, mm-hmm. If it was a method of demonstrating the submission we desire in our prayer life, it can have such great power um, for ourselves uh, because we are admittedly showing our trust in God and our submission to Mm -hmm. his way. Yeah, for sure. 100%. 
So, well, thanks, Jess. It's been really good to have you on the podcast with yes. us and to have shared yesterday. I've always Ooh. wanted to be on a podcast, everyone. I'm, I'm so sure excited. we'll get more opportunities <laughs> here as we go as we go along. I know. Uh, so uh, there's some exciting things coming as we head towards the fall. So please be listening for that. We're going to continue this week uh, on our um, Proverbs Foolproof Your Life series. Mm -hmm. uh, I really want to just put this out there just because uh, we know that there are expectations around content when it comes to churches. Uh, this week is going to be a PG content coming up. <laughs> I'm like, Jay, how are you going to take this? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be talking about foolproofing your sex life. Mm -hmm. uh, so I didn't get asked to preach on that one. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> or I get, finances. <laughs> I gave Pastor Jay the, the yeah, really hard, the hard ones. ones so yeah. Uh, yeah, so that'll be this coming Sunday. And yeah. then we'll, Pastor Jay and I will be chatting about that on Monday. I'm also going to put the so. plug in. Uh, I want to start a podcast on iced coffee podcast on iced coffee yeah yep. I, I would love a podcast on iced coffee <laughs> yeah i have i have some friends who started a podcast called the caffeinated pastors i love that yeah and that, there's so a fun. whole bunch of pastors who do a podcast on uh theology and issues touching pastors and they're all big caffeine they're all addicts. hyped up on caffeine they are yeah they've even named the different types of their podcast episodes by different types of caffeine, that's awesome so. i love that yeah there's a shameless plug for yeah, your friends. absolutely. For my <laughs> friends. There you go. Caffeinated pastors. Uh, so uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us this week. We are uh, so thankful to be working through this series. It's been very practical. I think a mm -hmm. lot of people have gotten out of uh, a lot out of this. I know I have. And so I hope that this week you can practice uh, humility in your life, putting your trust in God uh, instead of having pride in yourself. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Jess. You're welcome. Have a good week, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.